Welcome to The Disability, a podcast where we have candid discussions about all things related to disability, short-term, long-term, financial claims, impact on other areas of life, causes in the workplace, and more, with your host, Attorney Angel Burgess. You can find this show at www.disabilityhelpline.com and on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. Now here's the host of The Disability, Angel Burgess. Hello and welcome to The Disability. Today we are so excited to have with us Anna Mackey from the Bobby Dodd Institute. Welcome, Anna. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, we are so excited to learn more about you and, and what you do with the Bobby Dot Institute. So let's just dive right in. Um, let me ask you, for those of our viewers and listeners who aren't familiar, um, tell us a little bit a little bit about Bobby Dot Institute. The Bobby Dot Institute is a nonprofit organization that's been in the Atlanta area for more than 30 years now. Um, we serve individuals with intellectual and developmental disabilities, as well as individuals with other disabilities, promoting independence, financial stability, and empowerment, mostly through work opportunities, as well as other support programs. Excellent. And what is your role at the Bobby Dodd Institute? So my role, I am the two-headed monster. I have two programs that I manage. The first program is our benefits navigation program, which is primarily benefits acquisition. So this is where we're helping families navigate through all of the different resources and benefits. So that include things like family support services, Medicaid waivers, social security benefits, and more. We also do some futures planning. We try to help uh, with that transition out of the school system into adulthood um, and basically looking to identify whatever resources we can to support individuals and in having the most purposeful life possible. So that's one side. And then the other side is our WIPA program. So WIPA is the Work Incentive Planning and Assistance Program. This is a, a contract through Social Security whereby we provide counseling support to social security beneficiaries when they've started working. So we're trying to help them understand how work impacts their benefits. And we provide support by developing um, the benefit summary and analysis reports and just giving them some good candid advice about how to manage their benefits. Excellent. So we have, um, I have contact with a lot of individuals and families of individuals with disabilities who are not really familiar with resources that are available to them. Um, what would you suggest in terms of, you know, when should they contact you and, and what should their expectation be um, in terms of getting assistance? Sure. I think it's important to recognize that everybody is at their particular point on a journey and a life cycle. And so they're going to be some elements of ebb and flow to that. You know, when everybody turns 18, ah, you know, that's a big milestone. So what do you do when you're seven? What do you do when you're nine? What do you do when you're 14? So depending on where you are in the life cycle, there's, there's different benefits and different things that we're looking at. So what we're trying to do with our program is to be as comprehensive as possible. 
I'm a mom too, so I get it. I have a 29-year-old with autism, and it was mind-numbing trying to figure out how everything worked and the pressure to get it right. You know, but do we need to do guardianship? When do we do social security? What's SSI versus SSDI? Ah, all of that pressure is completely overwhelming for families. So part of my goal in developing this program was to take that stress off the parent's shoulders to go, okay, here is a place where we can just look at your loved one and figure out an individualized plan of wherever wherever they are, um, age three, age 13, age 23, age 53, wherever they are in their journey, in their life cycle, what's going on and how can we be of support? And that's gonna look different for each person. The things we look at for minors, you know, we're gonna look at Katie Beckett Medicaid, we're gonna look at family support services, we're going to talk about your IEPs. It's very different for that talk that we have at 18 and we need to start talking about guardianship and lifetime benefits and the Medicaid waiver and social security and things like that. So it's just very different based on where you are in your life cycle. Excellent. So you all are really providing a comprehensive service to the families. And it sounds like, you know, the, the best time to, to contact you is now. You know, no matter what age your your loved one is or what age you are, to reach out now to kind of figure out, okay, this is where we are and these are the resources that are available and, and here are the things that we need to do to plan for the future. That's exactly right. The the process, I call it benefits mapping. And like any map, you have coordinates. You gotta know where you are. And then you have to decide where you're trying to go. And so you're creating a pathway to get to that end goal. And that end goal is going to be different for different people based on where they are. You know, with, with my guy being a 29-year-old, you know, I don't have to ever worry about IEPs again because he's long since aged out of the school system. But I do just need to continue advocating for appropriate level of services with the Medicaid waiver and explore those issues of what happens when I'm gone. So a lot of the things that I do in my work life are directly reflected in the things that I've done in my personal life with with my son because it's it's tough for families. So we get it. Wonderful. And so for families that want to reach out, I'm sure one of the first questions they're going to have is, okay, how much is this going to cost? Um, is there a, a, a charge associated with receiving services from the Bobby Dot Institute? It depends on what type of service that you have. One of the things that we like to do is screen individuals for family support services. So this is the advantage of BDI having a wide range of programs. We can leverage those programs with one another to maximize benefits for the family. So for example, if I have an individual who's eligible for family support services, they can apply through those services through Bobby Dodd and then take advantage of my planning services as part of that. So there's no out-of-pocket costs to them. Um, we do have limited scholarships available. So we try to provide as much services as possible uh, to everyone. We try not to turn anyone away. Um, we also have a fair number of private pay clients um, who are mostly paying for specific tangible services, including assessments. So not so much a, a five minute conversation with the the meter running you know we don't do that but if we're doing a significant 
action like developing a plan with an assessment that's going to take two to three hours so there would be a fee for that okay all right and some of the other um, resources that you mentioned like you know katie beckett um you mentioned social security do you all provide um, assistance for those resources in-house or do you, you know, have a referral network or a system that you use um, on, in those particular areas? We view ourselves kind of like a Home Depot. So we're here to provide you some guidance, but you're ultimately going to be doing it yourself. So we don't represent anyone. We okay. don't file for any supports or benefits on behalf of anyone, but we're going to show you how to do it. We're going to provide you with all the forms and particularly in cases like Social Security, that's where those assessments come into play. Um, I have three assessments that we've developed in-house that are specifically mapped to not just criteria for Social Security, but also that that meet that level of understanding to hone in on that level of support requirement for Medicaid waivers. So they're wonderful tools to develop meaningful advocacy strategies. So we have one that's a level of need assessment. We have another that's an adaptive function assessment for residual functional capacity for both mental residual functional capacity and another one based on physical residual functional capacity. And these are very important assessments for Social Security um, in terms of getting that medical determination of disability through Social Security. That can be kind of tricky these days. Absolutely. And I can speak to, to that directly um, as, as an attorney that you know, specializes in Social Security disability. I've seen those assessments and they're incredibly in-depth um, and they're incredibly helpful. Um, I think they provide a level of information to Social Security about the individual's, you know, needs, um, some challenges, you know, supports that are necessary in order for that individual to perform. Um, so, I mean, kudos to you all. Those assessments are really good, really detailed, very thorough. So I definitely encourage, you know, any families that are, you know, kind of trying to figure out what our next step should be um, to reach out to Anna and the team at Bobby Dodd and, you know, just talk, just, you know, mm -hmm. talk and, and see, you know, what recommendations they have um, as well as uh, what resources are available. Um, I can say that personally, although my scope is a little bit more limited, you know, I just help families with the social security disability aspect, um, the resources are critical and knowing those resources are critical and are going to dramatically change and improve everybody's life um, once you know about those resources. So I think that's a wonderful thing that you all do is to, to provide those resources to families. Thank you. It's it's very exciting to, to be able to be part of the solution. Um, I think the assessments are wonderful tools for advocacy for multiple purposes, even just to communicate after you've had success with getting the benefits. It's, it's helpful to use these same tools with providers to help understand we're really changing the conversation from a strengths-based conversation to a needs-based conversation. And that's, that's a 
difficult skill for, for families because we're, we've been trained by the school system through the IEP process to take a strengths-based approach. And, you know, I have a million documents that say, Eric is a delightful child. He was a delightful child. He's a delightful adult. But let's talk about what his support needs are. So right. this is a very, very different conversation. So that level of need assessment, we're probing into the supports required for activities of daily living. We do a deep dive on behavioral assessment, and we also do a deep dive on health risk screening. So it's, it's basically an amalgam of a lot of tools utilized by both Social Security and the Department of Behavioral Health and Developmental Disabilities so that we can get that that clear, meaningful, qualitative data and assign some quantitative measurements to it that then allows us to make meaningful recommendations about what services are necessary. So you got 7,000 people on a planning list for a waiver and everybody goes, I need a waiver, I need a waiver. So going through this assessment helps you go, you know, I need a waiver because I need 30 hours of community access group and 20 hours community living support. I need some behavioral support and 30 units of respite would be great. Right. And here's the reason why, and we've backed it all up. Um, that's what gets results. Um, so part of that process is training the parents. It's helping them understand how to develop that advocacy strategy, how to talk about their children's needs, um, how to collect data. Um, I have a wonderful luxury of being trained as both a lawyer and as a clinician. And to be honest, I use the clinician side so much more in my work because it's that type of data that's going to show that medical determination of disability because we are clearly showing the severity and impact. Same thing for Department of Behavioral Health. So you have to be able to tell your story with data. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what about your team? I mean, can you tell us a little bit more about, um, you know, who's on the team with you at Bobby Dodd and kind of how you all work together? Yes, we have. Um, I have a wonderful associate on my benefits acquisition side who is amazing with Katie Beckett deeming waivers. That there are some things that just blow my mind. Katie Beckett is one. I think I have post-traumatic stress from IEPs. I never want to talk about another IEP. So, you know, having a team that can jump in and be the pro in those areas is, is incredible. So I have a wonderful team that does that. My WIPA team, obviously, uh, completely skilled in all things related to Social Security regulations as it relates to work. But outside of the benefits navigation team, we have the family support services team. So this okay. is a this is a group that is only serving Metro Atlanta. You know, there are, every county has a family support services provider, and some counties have more than one provider. Um, BDI serves Gwinnett, DeKalb, Clayton, Rockdale, and Fulton counties with family support services, but BDI is also the only provider that is doing both traditional family support and intensive family support. Okay. So that intensive family support program allows us to kind of level up and provide a higher level of services for individuals who need that higher level of services. And that's usually tied to community living supports and respite and things like that. But if you are on a trajectory where you would be eligible for a now comp waiver, 
part of the planning considerations of who is most in need for a waiver is whether or not you're utilizing all available resources, okay. which points right back to family support services. So you need to be receiving those family support services. If you're not on the now comp planning list, you need to get on the now comp planning list if you're eligible. Now, what about families in other counties that you didn't mention? Um, mm -hmm. Is there a comparable um, group that services families in those counties? Right, family support is statewide. So depending on what county, let's say if you're in Henry County, that's not as outside of BDI's area, but that is within the area of McIntosh Trail. So McIntosh Trail will serve that. Highland Rivers serves a number of counties. So depending on what county you're in, you just look at the DBHDD provider list and you can find um, who your provider is, but that's gonna be essential is getting those family support services. And the criteria for family support services and now comp eligibility are the same. So if you've gone through the process and you're on the planning list, all you really have to do is show that letter of predetermination of eligibility and complete the application. You shouldn't have to go through a whole other medical determination because you've already been approved on the, on the planning list. Okay. Excellent. So in terms of families um, outside the state of Georgia that may be listening, um, are there any services through BDI that they can use if they're in South Carolina or Tennessee or Alabama? Um, can they contact you? The, the, the only service that I would say is not only statewide, but also we're crossing into other states is the benefits navigation the acquisition side. So we're finding people finding us from you know the website and some of our do's and don'ts articles. So I actually have a few clients in other states um, and that's been very illuminating because the, the process for medical determination of disability is universal. Mm -hmm. Medicaid rules are different in each state though. So we have to be mindful to, to those differences. But um, yeah, we've helped people in other states secure those social security benefits. Yes. Okay. All right. And and in terms of any sort of, I mean, one of the things that you mentioned was helping people with independence. Um, and from a vocational or work standpoint, right. um, are there any particular services at BDI um, that an individual can receive? Absolutely. That would fall under BDI's Workforce Resources Program. So BDI is really split into two divisions, employees and empowers. And so the employees side of the house is an, a number of, of different, unique and compelling contracts for work. So we have call centers, we have landscaping contracts, janitorial contracts. So there's a, a number of contracts on the employee side. And then on the Empower side, you have programs like the Benefits Program, but the Workforce Resources is also under Empowers because we're helping people bridge that gap. So again, that's probably going to be a contract with Georgia Vocational Rehabilitation Agency. So you have an individual who has been um, approved for services under GVRA and they're developing their service plan and they get to choose a provider for whether it's pre-employment training or job readiness or community work adjustment or supported employment or customized employment, they have to select a provider. So they have the service and go, oh yeah, 
I'd like to go with BDI. And then that's how we're going to be able to provide services to those individuals. So um, it's pretty cool. You know, I, I've been part of BDI for a while now. My son is also a BDI employee, just like me. So he works in the warehouse there. And that's been a great opportunity uh, for him, as well as the organization to see how can they serve individuals with more moderate disabilities in okay. terms of employment? Because you see a lot of, honestly, we see a lot of cherry picking out in the in the field where there are certain agencies that are providing job supports for people who are pretty doggone high functioning. Um, what about those individuals who need that higher level of support? So we have, I call it extra supported employment. Um, and we're still working on trying to navigate that. But my son is a great example of someone, he can do the job, he's, that's fine, but he needs help self-regulating. And so you're gonna see individuals, I was talking with, um, we were at a little bowling party yesterday and one of his, his friends, he has epilepsy and he needs to have somebody nearby to help him manage his seizures. So it has not less to do with the job and doing the function of the job, but more to do with that other support. So there's there's a need for this hybrid role of somewhere part job coach, part direct support professional. So we're we're working on identifying ways to, to close that gap so that more people can have access to not only services and supports, but doing things that they want to do, like like choosing to work. My son loves working at BDI. He's got his little baseball hat and his BDI on it. He's all proud. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, and, and you brought up a, a point that I just want to reiterate um, to our audience. And that point is, you know, if you are working with GVRA, if you're, if you're seeking vocational rehabilitation services, you get to choose your provider. Um, and you can absolutely choose Bobby Dot Institute or BDI um, as your service provider. So I just wanted to reiterate that to the audience that you have a choice. Right. Um, and um, if you're looking for you know really specialized, individualized care and just you know treatment, that Bobby Dot would be a fantastic choice. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's been wonderful to see all the different programs and services. BDI is also home to the Georgia Community Trust. So there's only two pooled community trusts in the state of Georgia. One's through the, the Arc of Georgia, and then there's the Community Trust at BDI. And that's a, a great cost-effective way to create that supplemental needs trust that's going to protect those benefits for individuals. So rather than having an individualized trust, they're, they're basically signing a, a joinder agreement, but they have all of the, the benefits of having that supplemental needs trust set up. So I, I love that we're kind of checking all the boxes with the resource and support needs that families have because it's, it's hard. So if families can come to one place and get squared away with benefits and have get on a track for for work and get set up with the trust that's just that's just fantastic absolutely absolutely and we appreciate all the work that you all do um, for individuals and their families are there any takeaways that you would like for the audience to know um, any tips any pointers just you know, anything that you would like for them to know i i think it's important 
first of all, to take some of this, the stress off of family's plates by, by just saying, we can get it done. It's going to be okay. Take a deep breath. You know, I have a lot of families that come to us and they're worried that they're too late. And I'm like, you know what? You're here. The fact that we're having that conversation today is, is fantastic. You know, we're, we're going to do this at, at your own rate. And there's a lot of horror stories out there. There's a lot of myths, as you're aware. You know, someone's like, I'm never going to get Social Security. I've seen what people have gone through and I'm always I'm going to get an automatic rejection. I'm like, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Let's work on that, you know? So I, I think the biggest takeaway is it's gonna be okay. We're gonna figure out a plan. And secondly, always ask, you know, the answer to every unasked question is no. So, you know, let's, let's see what we can do and let's build a plan for the future. It's, I think our families get told no so much, I think, Again, back to that conversation of emphasizing on what individuals can't do, they lose a lot of hope. And I think one of the things that we do, yeah, we provide a lot of tangible support. We provide a lot of resources. You know, just in the, since July, if you look at the lifetime over, over the course of a person's lifetime, how much benefits they would have, it's been 117 million already over the course of all of these social security awards and all these waiver awards and whatnot. That's a lot of benefits. Yeah. There's a lot of hope out there, you know, and I think that's, that's the big takeaway is let's, let's figure out where you are. Then let's figure out where do you want to be? And we don't know what the, that ceiling is. Let's keep pushing so that your loved one has the opportunity for a wonderful life. I, I love to use my son as an example of how the system can work. There's so many horror stories out there and sad stories and stories of need, but let's talk about a success story of what does it look like when you have a Medicaid waiver, when you have your social security, what does that look like with him working with him being part of a program with him having relationships he has a girlfriend we have to go valentine's day shopping for you know cool stuff everybody should have that good life where you have things to do and people to see and places to go and you're out there living it that's possible for our guys everybody should have that so it's a matter of identifying what those goals and dreams are, and then what resources are going to carry you there. And then let's go get those resources. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Anna, for being with us today. It's been so informative. You provided so much great information. Um, how can people contact you? The best way to contact me is through our website. So um, the Bobby Dodd website, www.bobbydodd.org. There is uh, info at bobbydodd.org that you can email. Um, there's an application for services right on the website that you can apply for services. All right. Well, thank you so much again for being with us, Anna. Thank you. Um, and we thank you all for listening and or watching uh, this podcast and hope that the information that's provided will be helpful to um, you, know, you and your families. This has been another episode of The Disability, and we will talk to you next time.
Thank you. You've been listening to The Disability with Angel Burgess. Thank you for your positive reviews, comments, and sharing the show with others. You can catch prior episodes at www.disabilityhelpline.com and on YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and more.